welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. The queens of Spain are becoming the queens of comedy as they get all roasty toasty, but some queens flatlined. It's time to break down the latest episode of Drag Race España. And joining me is a queen uh, who I know will not just stand there if she's lip syncing for her life. It's Chola (gasps) Spears. Yes. No, I would never do that. Even if I don't know. I can't imagine something making me feel a type of way. Okay, so that lip- let, let, let's sh- let's jump ahead a little for a second. Let's let's create a scenario. Let's say you're on the show uh-huh. and it's the bottom two. You versus your best pal, Aria Derchi. Uh-huh. Would you still fight for it? Absolutely. And I would expect her to fight for it because we're just like, I think we're amazing queens. So I would want her to show everybody what the fuck she's got. And I wouldn't, ex- I would expect the same from her. So yeah, there would be tears. There would be, you know, sexual uh, Raja and Karma Carrera moments because we're sisters, but we would not be standing there. Um, but I'm all, because the world works this way, you know what song you'll be lip syncing to? <sighs> um, the first thing that popped in my head was like Joan Jett, something Joan no, Jett. No, no you're what? going to get all the things she said by tattoo. Oh my gosh, that would be perfect. <laughs> we would stump the judges. It would turn into a full duet number, girl. Yeah. Um, so who would win? Oh, I would win. Well, I'll have to, we'll have to get Aria Dirty on the podcast soon and find out her answer to that question. You're trying to break up our friendship, Michael. No, I never, <laughs> never. I don't like to stir controversy. Yes, I do. Um, hello, Chola. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, last time we spoke, we were actually talking about Drag Race España. Yeah, I don't think it had started yet, though, right? We were doing the No, because we were doing the preview, so... We, we, yeah, it was six weeks ago. I can't oh believe how, how many things have happened since then. I've had so many tequila sodas since then. <laughs> um, did you catch the gay cold? No, I didn't catch the gay cold. I heard from, you know, Boys of Fire Island that it's going around. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I think there's too much tequila in my system for a cold to show up and be like, hey, I'm taking over. Um, that's fair. I'm happy. I'm grateful. I'm happy. Did you have a fun uh, pride? Did you have a fun 4th of July down up in, um, Fire Island where I don't know geography over there. Uh, I think it's like East over there. I think over there. (laughs) Yeah. Over there, over there in Fire Island. (laughs) So pride, I did, uh, the door for like pieces and playhouse and it was a lot, not, not, they didn't like, 
do anything make me do like a lot but just like working those long shifts like I really don't know how bartenders get up and go and work and work and work and work like those bitches work hard so I did that I did have a wonderful pride I had no plans to go to the parade or anything like that so being down in the west village was you know cute enough for me this year and then um and then over on fire island's going wonderful I did the invasion I was on Davida do you know Davida I don't know her personally. Yeah. So I think Tavita works on uh, one of the Broadway shows. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. um, she's a fabulous queen. And, you know, she has a, like, she made a song that she has on YouTube and she ran for homecoming queen. She did a good campaign. She won and she asked me to be on her court. So it was my first invasion and it, I got to be in it. I got to be in the front of the boat. Like it was wonderful. And I'm having a very gay time of, did, did you did you have a titanic moment i did have a titanic moment uh i didn't tell anybody i was having a titanic moment <laughs> but i was having a titanic moment <laughs> yeah well I, I i'm jealous that you're out on the island i really want to come visit um uh but who knows if i'll be able to mostly because i love the beach i love the sun i love the sand but there's a cute boy out there that i just want to make out with so i, I would like to go Ooh. visit him You'll have to send uh-huh. me the name after. You'll have yeah, to send I'll, me the I'll name send you after. after. Um, yeah, I'm, we've never officially met, but we, we chat and yeah, whatever. I don't care. I didn't have any pride conquests. So, <laughs> how was your I'm pride? Lonely. Didn't happen. I didn't have pride because I'm still stuck oh. here. Um, yeah, I didn't get to do anything, but I watched um, as uh, someone who had the Delta strain. Um, get released into the wild uh, right during Pride and then went to the queue on Saturday and I was like, I know who's at the queue right now and you're going to get the Delta strain. So <laughs> whatever. Don't Honestly, somebody me, like you, <laughs> someone like you celebrates Pride probably more than most people do all year in like a week. Sure. Sure. Let's we'll, that, we'll, we'll make a positive and say, yeah, that's exactly what I do. Maybe pre-COVID, but, pre-COVID you were. Yeah, pre-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about Drag Race Espana. I don't have any drag news of the week because I've already covered everything that happened um, with, you know, Drag Race Italia coming out soon. But mm-hmm. Drag Race Espana, how, 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 how are you enjoying it? Uh, I thought it was really good. This was the first episode that I saw. And I, I do have some opinions, you know, about the girls mm-hmm. in general. But, um, you know, it's top five right now uh yeah we had a top five yeah so it's top it's five over. the um, season's literally almost over and the gag at the end of the episode was wonderful yeah. i was like this and is I mean, a drag race episode honey yeah we'll we'll, we'll dive into all that um but yeah it, it's been a really cool journey i really think anyone who is not watching needs to watch it's one of the best seasons just because there's so much art and artistry and, and, and you're learning about Spanish culture and it's so, so cool. I love it. So I, I I'm optimistic. We're going to have a good outcome, but it's after the elimination. Hugasio is out. The girls congratulate killer queen who says it was a battle fighting it out with someone she loves. Killer is sad. Hugasio has left, but Dovima, well, she begs to differ. Um, she's got a cold, cold heart. How do you feel about Miss Jovima Nurmi? (sighs) 
I don't know how I feel about her. And that was like one of the things about this episode is that you get to see like different sides of her throughout the whole episode. Um, yeah. But I wasn't, but I wasn't a fan of her when, you know, as even as even, even in the middle of the episode, I still wasn't like a fan of her character, quote unquote character on Drag Race. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that I think viewers need to realize is she'll say it later, but she came in as a character. And sometimes when you're trying to craft a character on the fly, you're not going to do it the way you really want to do it. And she just went beyond villain. She wasn't just a villain. She was a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't relate to characters like that. So I like Jovima, if I were to ever rank all the Queens ever, she would be very low. She's talented, but as a character on television, not who I want to watch. I don't want to root for you ever. Yeah. Well, would you well, would you rank her high if she was a nice person? Like, with just it her It doesn't drag? have to be nice. She has to be a genuine right. person. If she's a genuine right. bitch, fine. Because we've definitely seen that kind of character before. It's the same thing I felt about Raja O'Hare on season 11. She's a bitch. There's nothing redeeming about her. So it's hard for me to appreciate what she's going through right now on all stars because i don't believe this mm-hmm. and that's how i feel about uh Dovima, where i'm like i just don't care for you yeah that's fair well the queen's d drag and carmen reveals that she had a plan b and was ready with a wig reveal should she have been in the bottom oh shit why she revealed that because she could use it any other time but that's fine you you had to take the wig off anyway the competition is hot. Anyone can be in the bottom at this point, and they are going to give it all to win. The next day, it's a new week. They see a box with nothing on with nothing in it on the table. Why we had to see them explore it, I don't know. But <laughs> the girls discuss if anything could be different, um, what would it be? And Poopy says that Volcano would be there and Carmen would be out. Oh, snap. Um I, I'm loving this rivalry between Poopy and Carmen because they really literally are exact opposites of drag. Which one is Carmen? Carmen's the beautiful one. Okay, the Carmen's the one right behind you. No, Carmen's the one who won everything in the episode. Oh, I don't remember which one she is. The, the, with the red dress she made in a day. Okay, yes. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have this rivalry, but it's a friendly rivalry because they're both professionals, and you know that's what you do as professionals. You have to be a good person. But a new alarm sound blares, and Supreme Deluxe comes in and in a purple suit, completing the rainbow. What a diva. So for those who have not been paying attention, Supreme Deluxe, every episode, has worn a color of the rainbow and has now officially completed the rainbow with the purple. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Because I was, because like listeners will know, I've noted every week that she's worn a different color. And I was like, why? And now we understand why. So I'm liking Supreme Deluxe. She's a good host. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Supreme is going to give a little speech that is alluding to fisting. um, But any Drag Race fan knows what's about to come. No, no, they are not going to be fisting on international television 
It's time to play with puppets. Um, the glory hole is revealed, and I'm sure you've seen many a glory hole on Fire Island this summer. <laughs> yes, I have. This is one of my favorite mini challenges. Yeah. Um, so usually the catchphrase, everybody loves puppets, that's not what they say here. In Spain, they went with, everybody loves to stick their hand in it. I'm not joking. This is literally what the subtitle said. Yeah. Why? I have no is, answers for these subtitles. Though. Right? I don't. I don't. I don't know why. There's. There's. Everybody loves puppets. Seems like a, a phrase you can translate to Spanish, right? Right. I mean, unless. I mean, unless they don't use the word puppet. Or they're really going for the fisting joke here. Uh, it's like I mean I'm not into fisting personally like that just terrifies me because first off I don't want to feel it in there and second off I don't want to break anything um, so yeah I don't know I, uh, if anyone knows why they went this direction please let us know we would definitely appreciate it but they'll each pick a random puppet of their fellow queens and then drag them up and give them a little puppet show um if you were in this challenge, we're, this is going to be the theme of the day. Where anytime that I'm going to relate it to you, it's going to be against Aria Durchi. So, if <laughs> would you know what you would dress Aria up as? Uh, yes, I would probably dress her up in like a big tutu skirt, mm -hmm. uh, something like sequin and long sleeve, and then mm -hmm. hair that you know kind of maybe goes up into the side. Okay. Okay. What color? Yeah. Uh, it would be like pink skirt, maybe purple top with like brown hair. Okay. And yes, I would, that's very, throw, very Aria. Yeah. Very Aria. Um, and then of course, you know, her beat, her classic, uh, yeah. Aria Dirty beat. Um, now can you give us a little bit of your Aria Dirty impersonation? <laughs> um okay <laughs> okay hold on let me think about this real quick this is gonna be good i'm excited yeah uh hi i'm aria this is chola she's pretty good drag queen um yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that works. You, yeah. you might, basically on this cast, you might have won the challenge because, oh my God, mm. what a challenge this was. All of them. It was rough. And I didn't yeah. think it was, it's not, it was not the subtitles either. No, they no. literally, well, sorry, keep going. We'll get into it. Yeah, no. So let, let's just, let's tell everyone who got who. So Sagittarius picks Poopy, who she says is the most difficult. Poopy gets Jovima. Jovima gets Selects. Sagittarius, shocker. That was not rigged there. Carmen gets Killer Queen. Killer Queen gets Carmen. Better get ready. The queens go to town on making over their puppets. Um, Killer is bronzing the fuck out of Carmen because, well, she is very, 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 very tan. Um, and there's a lot of hot gluing going around. But it's time for our puppet <laughs> show, and we're going to go through the highlights because there were not a lot of them. No, girl. Sag Sagittaria brings up Poopy with a very ugly costume, and then she literally falters, like, ripped the wig off, forgets what to say, literally is like, bye. It was bad. 
It was bad. Have and she's never she... seen anyone fail that badly in, in this challenge before? No. And here's the thing is that they like kept filming for a little bit more. So there was multiple yeah. girls who were like, uh, I'm I'm like blank. I don't know what to do now. Yeah. And like camera. There was no editing for... around this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why they bombed so hard watching yeah. them drag. So Dovima is up next with Sagittaria, who has long blonde hair and a very high-pitched voice. Okay, accurate. She's very dumb. She can't even spell her own name. Okay, funny, because Sagittaria does spell it very weirdly. But And from there, if you thought Sagittaria was bad, um, Dovima literally throws in the towel. Um, we don't even get any of the backstory of the roommate-boyfriend drama that we learned about in episode one, because Jovima isn't going to air any dirty laundry. Like, we lost the Macarena in episode one to a lip sync because they saved Dovima for a plot line we're never going to learn about. I'm like, bitch, you got your way onto TV. You got your way through an episode, and you're not even going to tell us what the drama between the two of you was? Come on. <laughs> so pissed. What was, what was the drama? We don't know. We will, unless one of them shares it. Um, all we know is episode one, the two of them were not thrilled to see each other. We learned through the walkthrough that um, they were roommates and there was a boyfriend involved and the two of them didn't talk because of it. That's it. That's all we know. Yeah. So mm. someone's got to go on an Instagram live, translate it for me and find out what the hell's happening. Also, like, I think it was a cop out for her to be like, oh, the only thing I can think of is... Um, she was like, oh, personal things. And I don't want to say anything personal. Yeah. Like, girl, if you truly blanked and all you could think about were like secrets, okay. But like, you should also know this person. Like, I don't know, like if you lived with her and shit like that, you should know her by now and know that she like- Exactly. Farts loud in the morning or some shit like that. Like <laughs> Exactly. Well, she looked like Poopy, she loud in the morning. She probably does. Poopy <laughs> is a pro, makes Jovima really moody, then walk the runway in literal slow motion. Dovima didn't think it looked like her. She would never wear blue hair. Who does she think she is? Hugasio Crujente? Ah, she hates her. I don't know why, but whatever. Killer brings up Carmen wearing ready-to-wear looks and then gets dumped in blue paint like last week with her um, paint splatter on the runway. Mm. But then, as Killer is supposed to do a costume reveal, she literally pulls Carmen's head off. Like the cheap ass <laughs> puppet lost a head and then an arm. It's a fucking voodoo doll. I thought this was so funny. It was. It was good to see that puppet get ripped to shreds. Like, were they really that poorly made or has no one ever done something like this that the puppets would have like broken? Because yes, these were not the Drag Race uh, USA puppets. These were fucking terrible cheap imitations. Yeah, because the ones from USA, remember um, remember when someone did Roxy Andrews and she was fucking mm -hmm. slinging up back and forth right. like, girl. Yeah, these these had no longevity to them. They, they, they were dead. And then finally, we have Carmen with Killer Queen, who is wearing literally everything. More is more. Um, I love the line. Sometimes in restaurants, people put things on me because they think I'm a hang hanger. That was funny. That was really, really good. And then she jokes about her giant pan size, which was not as funny, but Killer Queen does have a larger bottom half. Right. She's got body, yaddy, yaddy. Mm-hmm. The winner of the puppet challenge 
is Carmen, and rightly so. Uh, she was hilarious. She wins a gift card for Ribis and Casals shops. Don't know what they are, but I hope you buy some pretty things there. Congrats, and girl. Will, yeah, and she will also get an advantage in this week's Maxi Challenge, which for this week, the queens will roast the members of the jury. He, 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 members. We love a dick joke. As the winner of the mini challenge, Carmen will get to decide on the running order. Um, it is revealed that Susie Carmelo, Car- Caramello, will be the guest judge this week. Who is Susie Caramello? Are you aware of her? No, I'm not. Neither was I. Um, all I can tell you is she is a television reporter and a presenter. That's as far as her Wikipedia page told me. <laughs> um, but to help them uh, with their comedy, they will meet Supreme and Bryce F.A. on the main stage. Who is Bryce F.A.? Are you familiar with his work? No. Me either. Um, but he is an actor and comedian. So, cool. Um, they're, they're, they're bringing out the big guns of Spain, and I wish I knew better, but we're learning. It's a learning curve. And who are the two boys? The two boys? The hobbies? Yeah. They're main judges. They're every week. Oh, they're every week? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they, they are um, writers, directors, actors, and very, 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 very sp- famous in Spain. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Yeah, which one would you take? Uh, I'd take one from the front, one from the back. There's your answer. <laughs> All right, we're going to do some comedy writing here. Killer Queen finds this challenge quite difficult because she finds it uncomfortable to pick on people. Understandable, but you're a fucking drag queen, bitch. Um, it's part of the territory. Right, girl. Carmen, well, she loves being bitchy. She's good at it. Sagittaria has a blank page and she is struggling. As Poopy narrates for us, she is just writing the names of the jury and rewriting over it and over it, and the struggle is real. She's feeling worse than Snatch Game, and she feels like she is leaving. She didn't do terrible in Snatch Game. Why she's freaking out about this, I'm not really sure, but he had a like defeatist attitude the whole episode. She did. Um, it was almost like she was playing it up for the camera, but I don't know. I don't know. Not gonna. No conspiracies here. Um, <laughs> but Carmen talks to Dovi, who thinks Sagittarius is just not a funny person, which is very valid. Not all beautiful people are funny. We learned that this episode. Oh, we sure did. Um, Carmen is going to censor herself. She puts duct tape over her mouth. But in confessional, she tells us that Sagittarius should be ready for failure to knock at her door in competition and in life. Harsh words, um, but not wrong. No. Failure Sometimes is a real you need thing. Exactly. Um, I mean, someone like Sagittarius, who is a naturally beautiful person and someone who probably gets her way most of the time, she probably hasn't really experienced failure in this sense before. Mm-hmm. Um, I sure have experienced lots of failure, but that's another podcast. <laughs> you should have a podcast about like that too. Would yeah. you ever do that? All my, all my, all my failures. No, not failures, but like, I guess. Yeah. All your failures. <laughs> <laughs> he would be the best podcast ever. Self-deprecation I think it would with be Michael Block. I think it would be interesting if you talk to people about their failures or, you know, yeah. the, like, the things that go on in their life. I feel like you would be good about talking. I, on yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if, if, if you can't 
fail yourself, how can you fail anyone else? Can I get a name? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Oh, Forget I said that. We put that on that the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Killer Queen asks Carmen about the order, and she tells her she's thinking she wants to go in the middle. Dovima doesn't want to go after Poopy. Carmen is planning on putting Poopy last as the icing on the cake. Um, we've seen this play out in every iteration of Drag Race, where someone gets to do a running order. Um, where, if you had the power, where would you place yourself? Ooh, uh, I would probably place myself right before the last person. Mm-hmm. Uh, just do so you, I'm... Do you, for- do you find yourself as a good um, roaster? Are you good at a bit like this? Um, I've never really roasted people before. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I don't know. I think some of, I don't know. Do I roast people? Have you ever heard me roast anybody before? I'm not not in like a, a, a stand-up comedy type way, but you've definitely roasted Aria before, Mike. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but I've never roasted like, you know, people like kind of right. know. So that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I, I don't know if I would be good at it or if I would kind of like have trouble, but um, yeah, I should try it. I should roast should. like a few drag queens. Are you dirty? Yeah. Or no, some drag queens I don't know. And then just like mm-hmm. write it down on a piece of paper and then burn it and be like, okay, I did it. So who? Tina Burner? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, absolutely not. I think I've done uh, enough of that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> okay, ice on. that one. Poopy is like, put me anywhere. I perform to empty houses without people before. She she's confident wherever she goes. But Dovima knows that Sagittaria is having a nervous breakdown. She can't fool her. She can fool everyone else, but not Dovima. Killer Queen knows the solution to get her to feel better. A big hug. And this turns into a gay old cuddle puddle as everyone comes over and gives Sagittaria a hug. And we love sweet moments of sisterhood. It was really, really nice to see them come around Sagittaria who's struggling. Like, yeah, it's a competition. You want to see your enemies fail, but they're a real human. They're, they're your sister. Would you do that for your sisters? Do what? Just hug her? Them, them, them. Like- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think if I was in a situation like that with someone who I already knew and loved, I would do my best to kind of like keep with them the whole competition as long as we could, just so that you can have that energy. That's kind of like, okay, I know this person is like competing with me, but they're also somebody who's going to like be my friend when this is over or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Carmen still won't commit to an order and Poopy thinks she is smarter than she lets on because Carmen can say she'll go first, but that's just to confuse people. We are going to go to the main stage and have some comedy lessons to throw the (laughs) audience off. And since Carmen hasn't decided on an order yet, the Queens will work with Supreme and Bryce in a random order. So it's all confusing. Dovima comes in first, who has a non-existent relationship with comedy, but she does have a poisonous tongue. So, hey, a roast should be good for her. Dovima thinks there are limits to comedy, but Bryce tells her that the limit is not being funny. And I was like, that's actually good advice. You have to be funny to make a comedy. Otherwise, you're just saying words. And we've seen those, like, beautiful girls, like, we've seen a few of them turn in pull out jokes and they can still be themselves and they don't have to mm-hmm. be like 
you know, like a different character and like yelling and screaming and throwing right. jokes at people. Like you can do it with class and you're yeah. gorgeous. Glenn. Jovima is going to have a shtick where she will be writing in a journal and can't see the judges because she doesn't have her glasses. The not seeing part is going to be a recurring bit in this episode, but not how she thought, but more on that later. Um, she shows off some of the jokes and Bryce is like, don't call them clowns. But Jovima's like, I've got nothing left to lose. So clowns it is. Do you mind <laughs> being called a clown as a drag queen? Yeah. No, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, so no, I can call I think, you a clown? No, you can call me a clown. Okay, Absolutely. Okay. No, I don't, there's no offense whatsoever. I kind of pride myself on being like a a pretty clown. That's fair, that's fair. Killer Queen is next and she is trying. She's used to making fun of herself, but not of other people. She's very nervous. She tells the jokes and it leads to a gay silence. Um, and if... Anyone has experienced a gay silence before. It is uncomfortable. <laughs> the amount of times I've been to a drag show and the gay silence in a usually loud room, not fun. Um, I can't wait to return to Rock Bar. <laughs> um, that was a shady joke. I apologize. I apologize. But Supreme reminds her to pick on the jury and Bryce says, your killer queen. Rip their heads off. And she's, she's like, I'll kill them with love not for a roast bitch <laughs> what are you doing Bryce suggests that she play a character and she might feel more comfortable do you think if you got advice like that you would feel more comfortable doing a set um I mean maybe if I was out of drag but if I'm in drag I would just it would just be another character to have to come up right. with. That that's that's my concern is like, yeah, it's it's sound advice if you have a lot of time, but these girls really have like a day to not only get the routine ready to go, but to now add on a character on top of it. It's a it, it's it's a tall order, and I get where uh Bryce is coming from, but you gotta know if you, your limits and know if you're gonna actually be able to do said character. So yeah, we'll find out soon. I mean if I was that judge, I would have told her to like work on like your flow. That way yeah. you don't have to build the whole character to say all this shit and figure out how the character would say that. Like just work on your own personal flow. And, and then even if you have to like fake, like casual joke telling, like at least you rehearsed it girl. And at least you like, right. it's genuine to you. Exactly. Well, Sagittaria joins the duo and she is ready to, read from a paper um as sagittarius is trying to tell her joke about anna which is really about poopy rice has a chair malfunction as it falls apart and he can't <laughs> get it together director chairs are hard honestly i hate them because i have the same issue all the time they're, they're so flimsily made i hate director chairs Number one, I didn't know that they fell apart, like or like they're like held up by just like yep. this little literally the back of it. Like, yep. Mm -hmm. And did you hear the sound effects every time his chair would like flop down? Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Sagittaria is worried that the jury will take it personally, but that's kind of the point of the roast. You don't take it personally, but she is still very lost here. We get Poopy, who is next, and she wanted wants to be a judge. She's doing really well with her interlocking jokes. Uh, when it gets to Supreme, Poopy is finding it very hard to balance comedy and meanness. Um, Poopy knows they expect a lot from her, 
and that can work against her. Finally, we have Carmen, who is not used to working off of a script. She considers herself funny in a spontaneous way. She is thinking her gimmick is she's going to be bad at public speaking, and Bryce shuts that down. Um, also, her intro is a page long, and that is shut down as well. <laughs> Carmen is asked if she has given any thought to the running order, and she's like, I'm going to go first because there are repeat jokes, but Bryce says the jury will be cold and not laughing it, and that she should put someone relatively good first, then someone who she thinks will do poorly, then her. Will she take this advice? Find out soon. Supreme says that the beginning and end need to be strong. And that's something we know from all the roasts. If you right. want to sabotage, you put someone bad there. If you want it to be a memorable roast in the history of Drag Race, you make it good. Obviously, we remember Miss Ellie Diamond, who um, basically, um, in Ahura's opinion, got her eliminated because of her placement. But bitch, you sucked in the challenge. Don't blame Ellie Diamond. Right. She's too sweet. The only reason they b- would blame it on somebody is if it doesn't go their fucking way. Because if if you hate the order and then the girls fuck up at the beginning, girl, like you're going to be so happy that you're not there. She's that bitch. Her name's Ahura. She will <laughs> I get sent out the Dora. I didn't like whenever they treated Ellie Diamond like that. I hated that. I know. So. I just want to cuddle That's Ellie. A good season, She's so cute. It's a very good season. It is elimination day and it's time for exercising as they enter the workroom and Dovima is wearing a sweatband, but she's not participating. Um, This is a theme. She doesn't do it. She doesn't like it. Um, Dovima calls them unstable for wanting to do a bit as they walk in the workroom. Obviously, in other seasons, we don't see this kind of um, synergy from the queens as they walk into a workroom. Sometimes like one or two queens will do something. Every single week, they've done a routine, and Jovima hates it. Um, but now she's she gone, so she can. Um, <laughs> they can finally do it in peace. Is there a bit that you would like come up with? We've seen jump roping, we've seen synchronized swimming, we've seen exercise. What is the Chola Spears bit? We're walking into the workroom. Um, it would probably be just a fierce runway. You know, mm-hmm. everybody walks in storming the runway and then we just like cross in between each other okay, okay. something really cute mm. something really artsy fartsy, very miss america very miss america with a little bit of cuntiness okay, okay and yeah. some shape and some you know yeah yeah there you go be- carmen is finally ready to share the running order it'll be killer queen Carmen, followed by Sagittaria Dovima and ending with Poopy. So she didn't fully take Bryce's advice and put herself right. third, but she's not going first. Carmen says she is doing Poopy a favor and she will be forever grateful for the rest of her life. <laughs> Jokes on her. It is makeup <laughs> time and that's all we get. We um, are not going to see what happens in this moment because we know there's a lot more that happens, but we're going to save that chat for the runway. You ready to hit the runway? Yes. Supreme comes out looking like Disco Poodle. I'm going to call her Disco Poodle. That's the best I've got. The outfit was silver. It looked like a disco ball and shiny. That hair was a fucking mess. Yeah, I was not feeling this. I felt like it even looked wrong on her. It was terrible. (laughs) Whoever let her out the house, get off her team. That was terrible. 
But we've got the Javis and Anna and Susie Caramello, who, um, cool, she looked fun. Drags de la Comedia. Um, we're going to go again through some of the highlights, uh, not going through everything. And again, we are going to discuss this through the subtitles because I don't speak Spanish at all. Um, and I can't translate whether um, how comedy translates the way it should. Because I know um, they may have a different sense of humor than I do. And Google Translate isn't always at the best. So we're going to go through it and hope the jokes land how they're supposed to land, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Killer Queen comes out um, as a lawyer with a giant fucking pair of glasses on. Um, I would call that wig like a Butch Karen. Um, like, a, you know, a Karen who's really annoying, but like probably a lesbian. Um, and she's wearing a button down. She's very in character. Um, she does her set as accusations and then dives um, into javi's film career where she says too much is too much in their case even a little is bad and stop the terrorism now okay that's funny um because obviously they're big names in spain and have a lot of stuff on the television mm-hmm. killer tries to gather information on anna locking but unfortunately not even wikipedia helped that was a funny joke i like that one um who is girl, she who the heck are you yeah very funny. Well, I mean, Anna Locking, she's a she's a premier um, fashion designer, um, but I guess okay. not premier enough to have information on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Susie apparently danced a tacky dance and that garnered a lot of laughs. I don't know what that reference was. I could not find um, this dance that she did, but apparently they all thought it was funny. And then Supreme Deluxe is a criminal and slut, and her first crime was burning a trash can in 1930 because... Haha, she's old. Um, <laughs> is that just the theme now? If you were the host of a drag race show, you have to be old. Yeah, I think so. Um, Carmen and her cocoa powder are up next. She's going to be a model and be silly and mean, which is again another character choice. She starts off with a joke at Supreme's expense that you can put her in the oven at 360 and that she has lots of songs but can't remember any of them. Very funny, but haven't we heard these jokes through paul yes i mean it's the same with the old jokes too right right it's it's a recurring bit so like that's why i said like do you have to be old to host drag race at this point (laughs) i wonder who the oldest host of drag race is rupaul Mm -hmm. oh really because i feel like the thailand art art is pretty old um i don't know maybe i think less than 60 because we just turned 60 right Maybe. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. even know. Listeners, fact check that for me, please. Um, she starts to joke uh, that she used to model for Anna Locking, and she cries because she made her wear a shitty dress and nobody buys her looks. Okay, very funny, very funny. Um, she says she looks like she dresses like her shift on the corner just ended and the hobby should give her a role in Veneno too. Okay, <laughs> throwing it back, we love it. Um, speaking of the devils, when she learned they were the hobbies uh, on TV, shocker, they're everywhere, including a gay sauna. Uh, 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 we love bathhouses. Have you ever been yes, to a gay sauna? Uh, no, I've never been to a gay sauna. Neither before. have I. Um, I don't think I would want to, but teach their own. Have you been to like the video booths or anything like that? No. 
Oh, see, I I'm like really sweet, pure, and innocent. So I don't do like anything. I'm like not that girl. You should try it once or twice. Honestly, I should. I I need after my back is better. Oh, fucking look out, twinks! It's over. <laughs> yes. She calls um, Javier Ambrosi a tiny Pokemon and jokes that the TV show should have killed off Javier Calvo in the first season. A joke we're going to get again in a second. Sagittaria looks magnificent in her Linda Evangelista wig. She starts off strong. She starts off with Anna Locking and says she's proof that you can start drag at age 58. That was a funny joke um, because Mm -hmm. she looks like a fucking drag queen, whatever she's wearing. And then she calls Calvo Ellen DeGeneres. Okay, funny. And then she stumbles. She stumbles uh, over the joke about uh, the show not killing him off earlier um, in the series. And then it's just a downward spiral. She's yeah. just got in her head. Um, and she set up that first joke. She took so long to set up that one joke that was like, yeah. all right. Girl. Yeah, she, she was struggling. Ambrosi's joke is about not working the Starbucks shift when a lady crashed her car into it. Lots of death in this show. <laughs> she then calls Supreme one of the most annoying people and her name being original and her drag daughter should be McBite. She was trying to make a McDonald's joke, but it just didn't land. It should have. She should have just called I- it Happy Meal and McBite. Yeah, I didn't understand what she was saying with that, but I did and, hear her say. When, I believe meal. in Europe, um, they there there is a sandwich at McDonald's called the Supreme Deluxe. Uh, we don't have okay. it here, but I believe um, some parts of Europe do. So gotcha. I think that's the joke. But anyway, Sagittarius, not good, not good. She introduces Dovima as the person who turned being a bitch into a sport. That was a good line. That was probably the best thing she said. Um, Dovima is looking quite odd and starts writing in her journal and goes with the not finding her glasses bit. Started out fine. Very, very clever bit. It's going well as she mocks the hobbies and then bam, the hair. And it keeps flapping and falling into her face. Since she's looking down, she turns into the ring girl. And rather than lifting up her diary and writing as she's writing she keeps playing with her hair and holding it away from her face so there's no connection going on between her and the judges the judges (laughs) are laughing at the things she's saying but it's just more uncomfortable laughter because she keeps making jokes about her hair and not the jury the payoff with finding the glasses wasn't as strong as she wishes but alas how did you feel about this performance um I was worried about it for a little bit at the beginning because her hair was fucked up, obviously. Yeah. It just got funnier and funnier to me because she didn't do anything about it really, except keep picking it back up. You know what I mean? She didn't like change her hair. She didn't stand up or like change her position. She just kept doing it. So by the end, I loved it. And they were laughing. It was really interesting. Right. And that's the thing. Like she wasn't terrible. She wasn't at Sagittarius spot. But she wasn't good either. And we'll discuss like the results and how that will play into it because now we're moving on to Poopy. Um, She starts off asking Calvo uh, what is wrong with his lips and that he should ask the doctor if it's wonky Botox or get Vaseline from his partner. 
Okay, kind of funny. We like that. She jokes that she could be in one of their movies based on what they make as she laughs through the punchline because that honestly is something that Poopy does. She laughs at her own fucking jokes. It's time to roast Supreme and she calls her the negative photograph of Donna Summer. That was hilarious. That was very, very funny, especially with that fucking hair she was wearing. That was Donna Summer hair if it was black. It was cute. It was cute. Now, I'm not sure how many people really know, but Supreme and Poopy do have a relationship prior to the show. They are colleagues. They are friends. Um, I believe mm-hmm. if you like Google or um, YouTube Poopy Poison, there's a music video that Supreme features in from like three or four years ago. So there, there, there's a connection. So when she tells a secret about Supreme's ears and how they used to sick, sick out, this is not coming from like what we see on the show. This is coming from the personal connection. Mm-hmm. And we're getting personal. It's a slippery slope, and you can tell Supreme is not loving this. Like, this is probably the insecurity that she does not want to be aired on national television. Mm-hmm. She tells Anna to return her eyes, dress, and earrings to Supreme, and she ends her set by mentioning that she, too, will suck a dick to get a job like Supreme. Okay, fine. Wasn't, again, terrible. It wasn't great, but... I think the edit made us feel a certain way about Poopy's performance. Yeah. I, I mean, when I was watching it, I didn't see Supreme. I, I don't know. I don't remember her being offended. Did you see her? Was she she wasn't laughing. They, they were showing yeah. um, cutaways to her, not really being impressed as opposed to, to how she was with other people. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe it was just me, but I felt like she just, yeah, I don't know. She didn't think it was funny, but it, there was no like, there was no like music behind her or anything like that. You know, when someone right. really fucks up and they play that music and then there's mm-hmm. like, cut to RuPaul and she's clearly unhappy. Like, there was right. just none of that. So I thought it was just an okay, you know. Yeah. That Listen, specific ro- part. Roasts are hard. Um, I've never taken part in one. Um, I've never been a quote unquote subject of one uh, where I was on the bill for, to be roasted, but I definitely was a target in a certain roast a couple of years ago. Um, and it's not fun. It's not fun when you are getting personal, personally attacked. Um, what I got was not as like this. It was even like harsher because it was also coming from someone who does not like me. So mm-hmm. Personal jabs in a roast are fine if you are close and you can get over it. Not when you go and dig too deep. So warning to anyone who has to do a roast in the future, practice and be smart about it. (laughs) Ready to talk about the runway looks? Yes. Category is Night of a Thousand Rosalias. Now, who the heck is Rosalia? Are you familiar with her? Uh, I think so. She did a song with Nicki Minaj, and no, that's Carol G. Uh, she did a song with Pablo Vitar. Yes, right. Um, she is a Spanish pop star. Um, very, very, very yeah. big name here. Um, and in honor, we are going to play pop star or not star. You ready? Yes. All right, Dovi Minarmi. Uh, no designers listed. Well, her walk is pretty manly, but okay, go off, sis. At least her pace has been <laughs> sped up. Um, this seemed very basic to me. She's got a black Leo with embellishments with latex tights and a pulled up black pony with a two- typical Dovima face. Um, this look is inspired by Rosalia's 2019 VMA performance. It 
it's a tribute, but it needed something more. Um, but it wasn't terrible, you know? It was fine. Yeah. This is what I was talking about earlier. I actually got the outfits confused. But, and we know now that it wasn't fucking hers. Um, it looked like it was for somebody else. Like, her, her Well, this the, the one she actually wore was her actual one. She had the option to wear a different one. But this is, she uh, wore this one. Yeah, yeah. It just happened to be the same look. It looked like it look. wasn't made for her. Her nipples were, like, above the outfit. It, it, it was giving me basic. It was also giving me, like bare minimum yeah i wish the show would have done side by sides because they did it for the veneno um episode but i wish we would have had side by sides to have the reference point um mm-hmm. but yeah this this felt very plain anna calls a look little plain calvo says she started off well but there was more character than jokes and could have had stronger jokes Ambrosi says she could have crossed the line like uh, roast demands Susie said her wig played a dirty trick on her and you need to always think about being comfortable on stage. This is one of those moments where like, I didn't love it, didn't hate it, but it's not bad enough to be a not star. I'm going to give it a pop star. Very, very, very soft. Yeah, I'm going to give it a small pop star. The audience, 69% pop star, 31% not star. So kind of with us. Yeah, just over Poopy. the halfway point, bro. Exactly. Poopy Poison. Look um, by Corset by Scaramus. Hair by Varejo Pelicero. She looks <laughs> like she's ready for Kill Bill 3. Um, the look is inspired by Rosalia's uh, Pienso and Tumira music video when she is being attacked with an assortment of weapons. So if you see the reference, it it's cool. It's she did it very well. It's out of the box. It's really surreal approach to the category. Respect the concept, but for me, it's the execution that fell off. I think because it feels too gimmicky on Poopy. She's a comedy queen. She's a camp queen. This wasn't supposed to be camp, but because it's on her, it felt like camp. Mm-hmm. Um, she's doing everything right. She's exuding the campiness, but it just came off as forced. If you put this look on any of the other queens, it would have been a sh- like a shoot, not on Poopy, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. How did you feel I about still, this one? I mean, I still liked it. I think that she was a great queen this episode, and I think that uh, it's drag, and there can be different interpretations of Rosalia. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just like straight up you know recreation so i really appreciated this i don't know what the reference is but i can say that uh the execution does not help the campiness even though i'm here for it and i give it a pop star all right um so ambrosi says they expect a lot from her but it fell short it was a collection of grandma jokes calvo was bored a, a little bit but loves the look Anna would love to see a little more sophistication from Poopy. Susie says she carries more accessories than Primark. She says she was too relaxed and knew she had an advantage. I'm going to go not star on this one. You're going pop mm-hmm. star. Audience, what on my side? 38% pop star, 62% not star. Fair enough. All right, let's talk about Carmen Ferala. Look, bye. It was the execution. Carmen. Yeah, so this look is inspired by Rosalia at the Grammys. Um, We will dive into it, but this look was apparently created in one day in the workroom. Bitch. 
bitch. <laughs> have this is not happened like this before, right? No, I don't think so. It's maybe very maybe sexy. One of the earlier seasons, maybe. I think the fringe gives the dress motion. Her detailing is impeccable. If you told me Carmen had this in, sh- in her closet, I'd believe you. This was a complete serve. Mm-hmm. Were you a fan of it? Would you wear it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yes, I was a fan of it. I thought it was amazing. I think that the fact that it happened in a day was amazing. Pop star all the way. Like... There, you're in a fucking pressure cooker on Drag Race. You come right. in with these looks because you don't have time to think about creating and sometimes you can't make it yourself. She made a fucking replication probably without reference. Mm-hmm. That's Incredible. amazing, girl. And Rosie loved her take on Paco Leon's character, which was her uh, roast. Cavo says she had a really great jokes and made it easy to be outrageous. Anna said she had the tone from the beginning. So now, Supreme is going to ask Carmen to tell us about the look, whether that was prompted or not, I don't know. But she reveals that she brought the same look as Davima, and to avoid conflict and matching, she made this one in the workroom, button pockets and all. Dovima then speaks up and says that she and Carmen get along great, and when she saw that they had the same look, she told her not to worry. She lent Dovima her MTV Music Award statue and told her... If she had any issues with her outfit, she could use hers. So she publicly thanks Carmen. Carmen gives Dovima a hug and Dovima sobs, and we see real emotion coming out of her. Sagittaria comes over, gives her a hug, then Killer Queen. Dovima says that she didn't come to win any prize, and Carmen had, was wonderful from beginning to end. And now you have Supreme crying, who then says she's a shitty host for crying. <laughs> this was a really fascinating moment this is the definition of sisterhood yeah and i think that it also like plays a part in dovima's like the amount of like quote-unquote character development that happens this episode with Davina Mm -hmm. and how it like starts out with her being a cunt and then it kind of like she has this moment and then of course the end of the episode like she definitely made an impression on me and it yeah. also is what it's what drag race and like sisterhood is about yeah yeah it's it's the the wall was broken she found emotion in herself because kindness will always rule it will always be the the superior feeling and the emotion mm-hmm. and it was really really um incredible to see because you didn't think this would ever come out of her. So congrats to her. Um, but as far as Carmen, getting back to her, I will give this look a pop star. Absolutely. Pop star. Audience, 80% pop star, 20% not star. Right. Next, we have Killer Queen. Look by Maria Zanotti. Her look is inspired by Rosalia's Vogue Espana photo shoot. Killer Queen for me is a drag chameleon because she can morph easily. I think, firstly, the beat is extraordinary. Um, she can give you drag and she actually can give you glam. This is the most leg we've seen from Killer Queen and she's looking very sexy. The silhouette of the dress is quite unique, but she looks like a fucking diva. Um, the snake is a reference to the one Rosalia had, which looks like it was coming from her hair, but 
I wish Killer Queen was able to emulate that a little more, but I thought this was her best look all season. It was it was really good, but I don't know her other looks, but I love this and I I need to catch up on this season. Yeah, you got it. It's really good. It's really great. This wasn't like the best episode for me to watch because I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe all this happened in one episode. I need to go back and watch. (laughs) Right. Ambrosi says she was a great opener. Calvo says it was smart creating a character and an action. Supreme says she was balanced with comedy and thrashing and says she has beautiful eyes and her makeup was softer. Anna says the look is fantastic and the silhouette enhances it. Susie knows how hard it is to open a show and she looked confident. So then Killer explains why it was so hard for her as a kid um, when people were mean during school. In her case, it was because she was fat and being a fag. That's what they said on the subtitles. That's the word we're using. Um, She (laughs) promised herself she wouldn't be mean to others. So she didn't know when to cross the line. And when she does comedy, it's always about her because it's easier for her. She puts up a barrier and Calvo says, when we laugh at what hurts us the most, we somehow heal. And that's why we call each other fags. Calvo says he knows who Killer is and she is a wonderful person. It's really interesting because Killer is getting this weird edit where she's not going to be our winner, but you want to love her. And I, I just fall in so much in love with her. She was my winner pick for those who listen to our um, preview podcast. I think the three of us did have her pretty damn high. Um, and I think this was a really good episode for her. Yeah, she seems like a really nice person the whole episode. Um, and I haven't gotten to know her yet, but she seemed like someone who was the most genuine throughout the episode out of drag. Yeah. I'm giving it a pop star. I like the look. Pop star, yeah. Audience, 85% pop star, 15% not star. And finally, we have Sagittaria, look by Javier Navas Caltalan, nails by Exitas Liquid, wig by Ruben Mermol. This look is inspired by Rosalia at Coachella. Didn't know she went to Coachella, but good for you. Get Girl, that big gig. Everybody goes to Coachella, I guess. Maybe Chola Spears next year. Uh, maybe. <laughs> big maybe. <laughs> Sagittaria looks cunt. Um, she knows how to look like a pop star and a model, and this look is no doubt that. I love the pleather. I love the nails. Um, they are dynamic on this look. The hair is excellent. I love this ponytail. Um, oh my God, this was an incredible look. This was such a fun runway theme. It was. And some of the outfits were really cute, but I, she, she was kind of a mess. During, I mean, we're at, not at the lip sync, but she was kind of a mess during the lip sync. Yes, yeah, she was. And we will talk yeah. about that wig. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm not sure how I feel about the outfit because. I remember at the end of the lipstick being like, uh. Yeah. Well, Calvo says she she believes she had good. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Um, Calvo believes she had good jokes and good ideas, but she was too nervous. He really likes her look. Ambrosi says it's practice and confidence. Anna says it's amazing how fitted her waist was and how it gradually widens and curves outward. She calls it perfect. I agree. I loved it. I'll give it a pop star. I will give it a pop star because she was beautiful. It's just that the audience will agree with us. Yeah. The audience will agree. 82% pop star, 18% not star. Have you ever worn a ponytail in drag? Like this Uh, kind of ponytail? No, I don't think so. I've worn like a different kind of ponytail, but nothing like that. 
Yeah. I don't no, know. I mean, it really does pull your, it pulls your fucking head backwards. Yeah. So I don't think that's the look for me. It's <laughs> fair. Well, it's time for Untucked Jr. The girls are careful with their nails on the sofa because Rosalia is notorious for those big giant nails and they're all wearing them because it's the runway. Mm-hmm. Killer notes that there are a lot of emotions today and Sagittarius knows Carmen and Killer are the tops with the other three being the worst. Booby says that she usually performs for drunk people. The judges were not drunk, so it was a different atmosphere. You know that feeling. You like performing for drunk people. Uh, it's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. If she has to lip sync, she will get hurt because she can't take those weapons off her body. Sagittarius is pissed because they ha- said she had good jokes, but with another comedy, she's cut off by Davima, who is like, we're transvestites who do our own thing. We're no one's clowns. No need to be funny. Girl, no. No, 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 no. Take that back, bitch. Absolutely. Girl, how many people have done this show before you? You should know better than to say something like that. Now, I understand what she's saying, because she's going to go on and say each person has their own thing. They cast her knowing who she was. She was fine right. how she was before. Girl, that's fine. But you put yourself in this position. You have to accept the fate. Right. If you're not ready for comedy, don't apply to the show until you're ready to do comedy. When m- most of these challenges are comedic challenges anyways exactly. for the last seasons of at least America's Drag Race. Exactly. Carmen steps in and says, you can do things you didn't think were possible and you're getting to know yourself. And maybe one day you'll need it and have, have that resource. Carmen, very smart, level-headed here, but Jovima is not buying any of it. She's already in her... No, she, she's spiraling. Poopy asked Jovima why she cried, and she said she came in with a lot of insecurities and bad vibes, wanting to be a bitch. She thought she'll be with a bunch of bitches and spend her time arguing, but Carmen meant a lot more than she thought she could mean. They're not here to make friends, but she found one. A really beautiful sentiment because that's the unexpected that you find when you're on a show like this. Yeah. Dovima doesn't want to cry anymore because she came to be a bitch. She's happy she got this far with all of that. Decisions have been made. Carmen is the winner of the week. That's a mini challenge and a maxi challenge this week. That's rare that it happens, but it has happened before. So she's in a very limited group. Mm-hmm. Killer Queen and Poopy Poison are safe. That leaves the former roommates, Jovima Normie and Sagittaria as the bottom two. Do you agree? Um, yeah, yes, I do, actually. I do, too. Um, mm-hmm. obviously, I think they struggled the whole thinks, episode. Yeah, Sagittaria thinks it should have been Poopy to lip sync against her, but as she says shoulder shrug i i agree with you i think you have to look at the entire episode because that re- that that the puppet challenge for the both of them was disaster so i would consider if you're splitting hairs like that is like the last thing and that's what put Dovima in the bottom i i personally believe yeah well before we get to the song Javima is going to tell us she has the element of surprise get ready the song Bro, I was is gagged. Alt Couture uh, by Rosalia. Are you? Have you heard that song before? No. Will you be lip syncing to it? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I can put it on the maybe. list. Um, the music begins and Sagittarius starts. 
And Davima is like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Anna walking is like telling her to go. And you, we're watching Jovima literally shake her head no. Yeah. Sagittarius is rocking out, and Jovima looks like a complete fool. She watches Sagittarius and, and, and smiles a bit because she's watching her friend shine. And then she goes stone faced. Carmen bends down because she can't believe what is happening and she's just crushed. She is watching this person she just helped out so hard, then admit that she has emotions and. She's literally giving up on stage. Yeah. And then you watch Supreme, who has this look of defeat and anger. Because this is not the first time this has happened this season. When we have Inti, who pulled herself from the competition before the lip sync. Supreme. Uh, oh, good. Get ready. Sagittarius does a death drop with that wig almost falling off. It ignites the panel, and then she decides to go over to Dovima, dances up on her, gets her to react a little bit, gives her a kiss, and continues on by herself. But like I said, it was. The funny thing here is Dovima was in the bottom when Inti decided not to lip sync against her, and Dovima was pissed. She said it wasn't fair. Well, she just did the same exact thing to Sagittaria. It pisses everyone off. Davima explains that she came there playing a character she can no longer play. She came all this way and is happy with the cast she met, and she believes Sagittaria deserves to go further more than her, so she didn't want to move so that she wasn't in her way, and there was no doubt she would stay. Sagittaria is in tears because I don't know, I, I don't know how I would react if I heard that as well. Mm-hmm. Davima apologizes for not moving, but she's broken inside. She's reached her limit. She knows people will wonder why she can't take it. She listened. She thanks them for the critiques, but this is the end for her. They all compliment her, even though she quit on stage. Supreme is left with no choice. Sagittarius stays. Dovima leaves. And as Dovima writes her mirror message, she writes, Carmen, the crown is yours. So I think she knows where that crown wants to go. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you, you you told us you haven't watched full season. This is the first episode you're watching. How did you how did how did you react to it? How did you feel about watching this? Um, it was a lot. Even just to watch her stand there, I didn't know her. I don't know her character. I don't know this like facade she thinks she's been putting on because I haven't seen it yet. But this episode was a drag race like quintessential episode there was yeah there was bitchiness there was you know a moment of like you know genuine emotion from people there was a dramatic ending like there was beautiful girls turning looks yeah it's it was wonderful it's crazy because um i said on the inti episode that was like one of the best episodes in franchise history weird but whatever this one yeah. is going to be legendary. This is going to be one to remember. Um, to have two girls quit in one single season in another year where we had a queen quit from another franchise. I hope this is not going to be a trend because it is starting um, the wow moments and we're going to remember these queens for quitting. Maybe not the things we should remember them for, but... So, yeah, so the Drag Race episode was wonderful. It was quintessential drag. Um, I think that, 
you know, it had everything that someone like me who has seen seasons and seasons in different, you know, countries do drag race. That's the kind of like episode that kind of like, you know, makes you charged up and makes you excited to watch an episode of drag race again, because you, you know, there's so many goddamn like twists and turns and like emotional points throughout the episode. Well, we got burning questions to end this podcast with because we always do it. First one, yeah. what is Jovi- what what is Jovima's legacy? Is it gonna be this quit? Um, you know what? I feel like Jovima's uh, you know, like self-elimination. I feel like there was some like respectable points that she made when she mm-hmm. was giving, you know, her exit monologue. And I feel like it wasn't a bitter moment. And I feel like you know, the judges didn't feel like bamboozled or anything. And they seem to like respect her decision to leave more than, you know, have it be sure. this like scandalous thing. Do you think there is a way that she could have still lip synced, but not given her all and let Sagittarius really have it? Um, yes, but I don't think she would have been making a statement if she would have. Okay, that's fair. You know. If she would have dragged herself through a lip sync, I don't think she would have been making the the point that she was trying to make. Better. Will we ever find out about the drama between Sagittaria and Ovima? Well, you said that it started episode one and now it's episode six. So I'm going to say no. <laughs> yeah. So next week is a makeover challenge with the Spanish rugby boys. Oh, man. Oh, my God. But that's not the big story. The big story here for the first time in drag race history, not only just a contestant, but a winner will be sitting on the judges panel. It's Drag Race Holland's Envy Peru. Are you excited? Yes. That's so cool. Honestly, I wish RuPaul would show up there. Right? Too. Come on. We, we got to make this happen. Like there are queens who deserve to sit on that panel. Bianca Del Rio, Bob the Drag Queen, Alaska, Put them on the panel because they know what they're talking about. Do you wish that Envy Peru is wearing the dress? That pink one. That she won, the pink one that she wins. She uh, <laughs> I hope she wins. I've never seen Drag Race Holland before. Oh my God. But I, I do know that she wins the dress. You got to get into it. You got to get into it. It's so good. There's so many of them now. Well, after six episodes, the winner of the season is. Uh, after six episodes, the winner of the season is Poo Poo. Poo Poo Poopy. Poopy. Poopy hey, is the possible. winner. I think it's going to be Carmen. After winning both these challenges this episode, she's definitely going to be a standout. And and I think the judges, after hearing she made that in a fucking day. Yeah, they may give her a crown because that's crown worthy. Um, right, it's quintessential like drag and drag yeah. race too. Like it was a good episode. Now, before we end this podcast, um, I want to discuss something that is Spain related. Um, obviously, if you have been watching the news, there was a murder in Spain um, of a young gay man. Samuel Louise. Um, it is still technically a hate crime because the last thing it is reported that was said to him was faggot. Um, all the queens of Drag Race Spain, España have been speaking out about it and how terrible this is. 
I just heartbroken. It's terrible, um, especially in Spain because they're so progressive when it comes to LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to throw it out there. I hope the world will come together and find the people who um, did this, prosecute them. But it just sucks that there's so much hate out in this world. There really is. And like, if you read the news every day, I'm sure it like tears people apart who do that because girl, I can barely handle the news like a few times a week. Yeah. I think they arrested three out of the 12 people though, didn't they? Correct. I believe they have three right now, but that's not enough. This needs to be addressed and it just sucks that you can't even feel safe in the city that you live in. And I'm sure there are a lot of unreported instances of this, but hopefully we all can come together and make sure we protect each other. Yeah. And I think that the beautiful thing about social media, like toxic as it is, is that we can like speak up and like a bunch of people across the world can like speak up and like have the same feelings about something like this um, and kind of makes, you know, social media worth it. Yep. Well, speaking of social media, Chola Spears, where can we find you on social media and Venmo? You can find me at Chola Spears on everything. Simple, easy branding. Uh, thank oh. you, Jesus, for letting me have all the handles. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chola, it was such a delight having you here. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to watch Drag Race and review it with you. Um, I hope you're doing well. I hope you have a wonderful, uh, what month is it? July. We're in July. <laughs> July. I hope you have a wonderful July. Um, yeah. A huge thanks to Chola for chatting. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. And make sure you engage with me on social media and tell me your favorite episode so far. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterinthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.